going on other shows is super beneficial, but it's one of those multi-tiered things. It's not just the listens, it's the potential clients, it's the potential connections, it's the content, it's the credibility, it's the practice, it's the storytelling, it's all of that stuff. There's so much that goes into it. Hey, podcast people, welcome to Podcast Growth University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. Over the last five years and thousand episodes that I have been on, I have learned a lot about podcasting, what to do, what not to do, and the common mistakes that people, including myself, have made. This weekly podcast is focused on helping you grow, scale, and monetize your show. Every single episode will be focused on that. Let's do it. Podcast Growth Nation, welcome back to another episode of Podcast Growth University, where we talk all things podcasting all the time. I hope you enjoyed the latest episode, episode number 78, Get Rid of Safety Nets. I actually had a call with someone last week where I was going deep into that, so that was a very timely episode. Today, for episode number 79, the five main focuses for maximum podcast growth in 2024. So this episode is dropping on December 29th, which means the new year will be upon us in a very short amount of time. And I figured it would probably be more valuable to do a flash forward to 2024 episode than a flashback what happened in 2023 episode. And I've really been leaning into this specifically with clients because I'm, I'm just understanding how much the podcast industry has changed over the last year, never mind the last three to, to five years. So my goal in today is, uh, my goal for today is really just to dive into what are the five most important things we should focus on that really should be the 80% of where we're putting our time, our energy, our effort, and our focus. Yeah, we can test stuff, but I don't want that to be the majority of where your time is going. I would rather just stick to the fundamentals because that's most likely what's going to create growth anyway, unless you get lucky and you find a strategy that works really well. But again, those are few and far between, and oftentimes they take us more off course than getting us ultimately to where we want to go. So I'm just going to get right into them. I actually have six because I think I'll do number six first. I just think it's really important to level set and start with this. Be honest about what kind of growth is most important to you. Because even when I say the five main focuses for maximum podcast growth in 2024, many people equate growth to listens. And that doesn't necessarily have to be what growth means to you. It can be something completely different. So I really want us all to start with that understanding of what is growth to me? Is it the amount of downloads? Is it the amount of subscribers on YouTube? Is the amount is it the amount of clients? Is the amount of other podcasts I go on, speeches, whatever it may be, followers on social media? I think that's a really good place to start. In 2023, Next Level University did not have the most growth it has ever had in terms of pure listens and views. But our business grew more than it ever has. So if you're looking at it just from a perspective of podcast quote-unquote growth, maybe you'd be disappointed. But I was looking at it more from a business growth. Because again, you've heard me say this many times, if your business is growing, you're going to be able to do your podcast long enough to grow it anyway. So I'm not super worried about it. I think we closed with 210,000 downloads this year or something. 
not our best year. We've had higher years. But it'll kind of make sense when we go through the list of why we didn't have the most growth we've ever had, but we did have the most business growth. So that's number one. The number one thing is be honest about what kind of growth is most important. Maybe it's listens, maybe it's money, maybe it's other shows, whatever. Maybe it's confidence. Maybe you want to be the most confident version of yourself by the end of 2024. That is also growth. All right. Number one, increasing your quality and making your content as sticky as possible. Unfortunately, you're most likely not going to succeed if you're not good at podcasting. I know that kind of is an obvious thing to say, but there are people out there who just aren't focusing on improving the quality of their show. And when I say stickiness, making your content as sticky as possible, all that means is if you get 100 new people who are exposed to your show, you're doing your best to go from 25 people who stick around to 30, and then 35 and 40 and 45 and 50. You're trying to increase the conversion rate between people who see the show and then people who stick around. And that's what sticky content is. That's why working on your storytelling, depending on your podcast, is going to be super important. Having better guests is going to be super important. All of those things that are going to increase your stickiness. Having good equipment, having good audio, having good video, all of that is going to increase the stickiness and quality of your podcast. So that's obviously number one. But there's so many things that go under that. Improving your speaking. Saving up and buying new equipment if it's time to do that. Maybe getting on YouTube if you're not on YouTube yet because maybe that will help you increase stickiness because you're on a different platform. Figuring out what style episodes suit you. Figuring out what style guests suit your audience. All of those things. The reason I always talk about the business under the podcast is because if you do this for a year, two years, four years, five years, you get deeper in, you have a longer opportunity to learn all these lessons because you're always going to test and retest. So that's number one, increasing your quality and making your content as sticky as possible. There are shows out there that I always... Like, I'll be talking to people and I'll say, look, it's probably not worth running ads for your show because it's not sticky enough yet. You're too new. Your equipment isn't there yet. It's not worth you spending money because people aren't going to stick around. Vice versa, there's a lot of shows that I say you should start running ads because you might get 15 people who listen to the show and 15 people add up when you're doing three episodes a week or five episodes a week. So number one, increasing your quality and making your content as sticky as possible. Number two... Not one a lot of people like to hear, but number two is social media. Social media in 2024 should really, really, really be a focus. And that's including YouTube shorts. I consider YouTube shorts social media. They're still pushing YouTube shorts a lot and you're getting a good organic audience depending. So it's worth doing it. If you're already creating video content from your podcast for social media, You might as well throw it on YouTube Shorts. You're going to get access to some new eyes. Again, is the conversion rate going to be huge? Probably not, but that's okay. We're past the stage for most of us where you can just repurpose your content and get effective growth. And here's the thought. The people on social media most likely want to see different stuff than the podcast because a lot of the people who follow you on social media eventually are going to listen to the podcast. So... I want to treat social media like it's its own thing. 
yes, I will repost podcast stuff, but I'm also going to go out of my way in 2024 to get as much custom content as possible. It might seem like a waste of time for me to go for a walk and record content, but that content is going to do better than just repurpose podcast content. And that's something we're really trying to lean into for 2023, uh, for 2024. One of the reasons I'm willing to bet that 2023 wasn't a huge year in terms of listens for us, and we had a lot of listens, but I just mean year-to-year growth, we really didn't go that hard on social media because we were so focused on everything else. Doing an episode every day, me getting to the place where I can do an episode every week here, all the business we're doing behind the scenes, we didn't do social media particularly, particularly, it's a tough word, well this year. 2024, we're really going in and focusing on that. That's something we're going to be really focusing on in 2024. I'll be clearing my schedule to some degree so I can make sure that we're prioritizing that at the level it needs to be prioritized. So social media, I know a lot of us hate it. I know it's a time suck, but the ultimate thought is let's create content that's going to help us get more followers because the more followers you get on social media, ultimately, the more people you have an opportunity to get to listen to the podcast. We're trying to create demand. Social media is going to create demand. Other media is going to create demand. And that's what we're going to talk about next. Getting on as many other shows as possible. Now, I will be very honest about this because we have a lot of data on this. I'm pretty sure in 2023, in total, I went on 300-ish podcasts. So let's just say 300. You would be surprised that that didn't lead to as many listens as you might expect. But you have to think. Okay, let's say I went on 300 podcasts. And let's say... Let's say for the sake of easiness, each one of those podcasts I went on got, let's just say 50 listens, right? So I went on 300 shows. Each one of those shows that I was on got 50 listens. So 300 times 50. I cannot do math. 300 times 50. That's 15,000. I might have gotten exposure to 15,000 people. But again, going back to what we've done in the past where we talk about the conversion rates, if 10%, well, let's just say 1%, if 1% of that audience came over, that's not that many people in the grand scheme of things. So other media is not just so you can get listeners. It's also so you can get perception because the more shows you go on, when I YouTube your name, the more I'm going to see. It's really good opportunity to network with people. It's going to help your social media because people are going to create content for you. So it's not just about the, the listeners that are going to come listen to your show because if it's not a big show, it might not be that many. Think of your audience right now. Let's say you're getting 20 or 30 or 40 or 100 listens per episode How many people do you think a guest is going to get to come over to their platform if they're on your show? That's a really good way to think about it. Maybe you say, well, I don't know, maybe 20 people might. Okay, so that's 20 people that are coming over, but it's not necessarily 20 people that are going to stick. So 
I make that point for a couple reasons. One, going on other shows is super beneficial, but it's one of those multi-tiered things. It's not just the listens, it's the potential clients, it's the potential connections, it's the content, it's the credibility, it's the practice, it's the storytelling, it's all of that stuff. There's so much that goes into it. So that might not lead to growth in terms of listens, but it will lead to growth in terms of business if, if you do it correctly, potential listens, community because you'll meet other people, confidence and competence. Next Level University and Kevin is exactly where you need to be if you're a podcaster. When I first started out just a few months ago, I had no clue on the direction I was going. I was getting hustled by another company that was giving me not even close to the value that Kevin and Next Level U was giving me. They literally changed the trajectory of my podcast, have helped me out tremendously. They understand the clients. I promise you, you will not go wrong with dealing with Kevin and Next Level U. I'll see you there. Other media is one of the, going on as many podcasts as I have is one of the best things I've ever done. Now, I understand I'm a podcast coach and we have a production company, so all the podcasts I go on are quote-unquote potential clients, so that sets things up differently, but it is something that I think is super beneficial for many other reasons for all of us. So that's number three. Number four, this is going to be a main focus for every year for everyone, understanding and re-understanding your audience through data. Had a coaching call with a client last night, and I pulled up what we call the listen score. It's just an algorithm we, we have created to try to figure out what is the most valuable episodes you've dropped based on some numbers. And we went through, and I said, why do you think this episode did really well? Why don't you think this episode did really well? And we dug, and we dug, and we dug. And eventually it got to the place where he said, it seems like the episodes that are kind of negatively titled do worse than the episodes that are positively titled. And I said, okay, why? And he said, maybe the audience, maybe it offends them with certain titles and they don't want to click on that. I said, all right, cool. Let's try more positive titles and let's see if that proves true. These clients are 30 episodes in, so they're still very new. Now, they've had podcasts before, so this isn't their first podcast, but right now they're in the understanding phase of their audience understanding and then re-understanding is testing out what you think is going to work and then figuring out why it did or why it didn't. 2024, I don't want you to obsess negatively over the data, but if you obsess from a constructive place, I don't think that's a bad thing. If you're thinking to yourself, why did this episode get 50 more listens than the previous one? Oh, this title was different. This guest shared it. This guest didn't. This guest shared it, but nothing happened. Do not be afraid to dive into the data. The data is going to be super important for you, especially if it's something you haven't practiced using in the past. So 2024, use your data as much as you can because there are so many lessons in the data, but those lessons will be lost if we don't go searching for them. So understanding and re-understanding your audience through data. We're still doing this even though we're coming up on seven years of the podcast. We're still doing this. I have things written on my whiteboard about who the audience is, and we're always trying to test it. So that's number four. All right, number five, I guess it's technically kind of number six, but number five as a real point goes 
somewhat hand-in-hand with, in a way, everything we talked about except for going on other podcasts. Deciding on guests slash figuring out strategies to get higher tier guests. The reason I say figuring out guests, some shows choose not to have guests on even though it's not what's best for their ultimate growth. I'm not telling you you should have guests on if you don't want to, but I am willing to bet you'd probably have more success if you did. Next Level University, we are holding ourselves back by not having more guests on, but that's just the route we've we've chosen to take. For you, you don't have to take that route if you don't want to. We just don't want to have guests. We'd rather just do it ourselves, but I do know that's hurting our growth. So number one is, do you actually want to have guests on? What are the pros and what are the cons? Number two is, how do I figure out who the most aligned guests are? If you have an audience of women, knowing that is going to determine the the kind of guests that you want to have on and the predictability of how well those episodes are going to do. If you have an audience of hyper-masculine men, same thing. You have to know what they want, what they need, and what they're going to tune into. But again, that goes back to understanding and re-understanding your audience through data. So just deciding on do you want to have guests and what type of guests do you think would be best? And then there's a further a further depth to that of what is the best way for you to interview these guests? I've been on many podcasts that should not ask me questions about podcasting, but they do. And I try to tell them after I wouldn't have done that if they asked me for advice. I won't just unsolicited give them this. But I I will often tell them, honestly, I know you wanted to scratch your own itch. Save that for after. I'm happy to answer any questions. Your audience doesn't care about podcasting. Just because they listen to podcasts does not mean they want to learn about it. That person might not have utilized me as a guest to the highest effectiveness, is what I'll say. So decide on if you want to have guests. Decide on what type of guests are the best. And then three is figure out the best way to interview the guests you're getting. And then four, kind of as a, I guess, as an aside, would be strategize around getting higher tier guests. So there are a lot of ways to find people's assistants or publicists on Google. You can always send them an email. The way you formulate an email to someone, hey, Kevin, we're interested in having you on Podcast Growth University. We have X amount of listeners in X amount of countries, and we'd really love to introduce you to the audience with the hopes that you'd get more book sales, more course downloads, whatever it is. Ultimately, you want the person to know that there is a lot in it for them if they come on your show, and you're doing it more for them than you are yourself. So the messaging matters a lot. We tried videos in the past. We've used videos. We send people video DMs. Certain people will open them. Certain people might not. So that's another creative way to do it. But even if you just said, all right, I'm going to figure out what my A-list, B-list, and C-list guests are. A-list is a reach. These are people most likely that aren't even going to respond to you. B-list is a good stretch, but high probability. And C-list is someone you can message today and get them on. Understanding that and maybe recreating that list for 2024 is probably super valuable. Again, you might not want to have guests 
you might not get the same amount of growth as you would if you did have guests. That's kind of my, my thought with that. This is one of those weird ones where if you don't want to have guests and you're okay with not growing as fast, I wouldn't advise against it because we're doing the same thing. Sometimes you doing it the way you want to do it, as long as you're aware of the potential downsides, is the best way to do it because it's the most sustainable way. Now, if you want to have guests, but you're dragging your feet, you're not getting guests, that's a different conversation. And we just have to be honest with ourselves about that. So number one, increasing your quality and making your content as sticky as possible. Practicing speaking, practicing storytelling, practicing interviewing, all of that stuff. Number two, social media. I know it's a pain in the butt, but we have to go hard in 2024 because social media is changing. Everything is changing a little bit. And if you can build an audience on social media that is there for the same reason they'd listen to your podcast, the same but different, the likelihood they listen to the podcast is pretty high. Number three, going on other media, whether that's podcasts, uh, speaking on stages, any of that stuff where you have exposure to a new audience, not just for the audience, but all the opportunities that come with it. Number four, understanding and re-understanding your audience through data, looking at the numbers, figuring out what titles are working, all of that stuff. Number five, deciding on guests. And then number six is the, the one we led with. Be honest about what kind of growth is most important. What does growth mean to you ultimately? Is it the number of dollars, the number of downloads, the number of team, the number of other shows, the number of episodes, the quality of the episodes, the quality of the guests? Growth is contextual and it's personal to us all. I'm willing to bet if you focused on these five things, you would have the most growth you've ever had. That is my, that is my bet. But social media is one of the biggest ones, unfortunately. Last thing before we go. What you do before and after the podcast are just as important as the podcast itself. Now, I know there are shows out there that don't do social media and they don't have Facebook groups and they don't have any of that. I know. But they are more the anomalies than anything. They are more the exception than the rule. Just because they got super successful does not mean that's the way we're going to get super successful. For most of us, it's going to be the social media. It's going to be the stuff we do before the podcast and then what happens after we drop the episodes. So just remember that. Putting time into creating a really good product, quote-unquote podcast, is always going to be a valuable use of your time. But if you're not doing the other stuff, it's like being the most in-shape person who lives in the forest and nobody knows about you. The best coffee in the, the state, but nobody knows about you because you're at the end of a dead-end street and you're not doing the other things to create demand. That's really the, the frame I'm having for 2024. Content that does not get seen does not actually become valuable because not enough people see it. So that's really the, the thought for this episode. If you are struggling with any of these or you want to create a custom plan for 2024, I have my link in the show notes for a free 30-minute podcast breakthrough session. So please... Let's book that and I will help you jam on these, whether it's social media, any of it, I'm happy to jam on. Next week, I don't know if I created next week's episode. Yeah, I don't know what we're doing for next week yet, but I can assure you that the first podcast episode of 2024 will be fire. I'm not sure what it'll be. I'm breaking my own rule, 
but make sure you tune in next week to find out. As always, I appreciate you all so very much. Thank you for a successful year. I think we had, I don't know, I don't know how many listens we had this year, but it was more than I expected based on the fact that I did very little social media this year and I was super focused on Next Level University. So 2024 is going to be a big year over here at Podcast Growth U and I'm just super grateful for you all. I hope you all had wonderful holidays if you celebrate the holidays around this time of year and I hope you're feeling confident as podcasters. I hope you see the light at the end of the tunnel. I hope you have momentum and I hope you're excited to record your next episode. Until next week, keep on crushing it, keep on podcasting, and we will talk to you then. Thank you for listening to another episode of Podcast Growth University. If you found value in this episode, please take a couple of seconds and leave a review in the link below. And you can always reach out to me on Instagram. My handle is at neverquitkid. I am happy to answer any and all questions you have. We'll talk to you on the next episode.